Masechet Pesachim has been dedicated by Mr. Ike J. Shehebar in honor of his grandparents, Mr. Ike and Jeanette Bibi. We bless Mr. Ike Shehebar, who's been a sponsor of the Dafyomi for many uh, days. They should continue to enjoy success, health, and happiness. May his grandparents also enjoy much nachat from him as well as all their grandchildren and may they only share in semachot for the entire family. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by Alan Krayim in honor of his wife Michelle Krayim and in honor of his father and mother Saul and Marilyn Krayim. Hashem Alehem Yehiu Amen. Today's daf is being studied by Ainu Nishmat, Acham Baruch Rafael Ben Miriam, and Abraham Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden. Amen. We are beginning on Lamed Aleph Amud Sheni at the Mishnah, which is five lines from the bottom of the page. Matnitin Haochel Terumat Chametz Pesach Beshogeg. משלם קרן וחומש במזיד פטור מתשלומין ומדמה עצים The Mishnah gives us two rulings The first ruling is if somebody eats תרומה that is חמץ on Pesach Let's review what תרומה is תרומה is what a person must take from his let's say fruit or wheat with Rabbanan he has to take 2% and give it to the Kohen. This is called Terumah and it is Kodesh. It is considered the property of the Kohen. According to the Torah law, if a Yisrael, or as the Halakha calls him, a Zar, a stranger, a non-Kohen eats Terumah, if he eats it Bishogeg, he has to pay what's called Keren Bachomesh meaning he has to make a principal payment back for the value, plus homish, plus an additional 20%. That's only when he eats terumah b'shogeg. If he eats terumah b'mezid, the Torah says he is hayav b'deh shamayim, mitah b'deh shamayim, and he has to of course make a monetary compensation to the Kohen, like a gazlan, like a thief, because the terumah belongs to him. So he just has to make an even monetary payment, and he gets mitah bideh shamayim. However, as I said, if he eats it bishogeg, so then he has to pay kenim vachomish. Our Mishnah discusses a case where a person in Israel ate terumah, that was hametz, on Pesach. Now he ate it bishogeg. Now the question is, <coughs> does he have to compensate the Kohen or not? Well, if you say that Hametz on Pesach is Asur as we know, according to some Tanaim, one is not to derive benefit. So therefore, technically, you did not rob the Kohen of anything, because this Terumah on Pesach has no value. And therefore, technically, you should not have to make any compensation. But the Mishnah says, no, you do have to make a compensation. You have to pay Kenin, the Homish. <coughs> so, the Gemara is going to explain that the logic is like this. The Torah says, when one pays back Keren Bahomish, he must pay it back, not in money. He has to pay it back in something 
that is able to become Tirumas, something that is able to become Kodesh. For example, wheat. He pays it back in wheat. And the Torah says that that fruit that he pays back in Bahomish becomes Tirumah. So therefore, this is, has a status of Tirumah itself, that Kerem Bahomish. Therefore, it has to be treated with the regular laws of Tirumah. Now, the Gemara is going to give an opinion that says that you do not have to pay monetary value. For example, if you ate a pound of wheat that is worth $10, one opinion says you do not pay $10 to the Kohen in fruit. You pay a pound of wheat. That's called midah. Now, it's quite possible that the pound of wheat that the fellow ate of Tirumah was, let's say, worth $100 when he ate it. Now, when he takes a pound of wheat and pays back, could be it's worth $300. Doesn't matter. You have to pay back according to the midah, according to the measure. That shows us that paying the kid in the homish is not merely a monetary compensation, but it's a kapara. It's more of a uh, atonement for the sin that he did. <coughs> and therefore, our Mishnah must be going according to that opinion that says that the compensation that you pay is an atonement. Because if it was monetary, there's no monetary value to Hamid some Pesach. And therefore you would not have to make any payment to the coin at all. But if you say that it's a payment of midah, of measure, meaning it's a kapara payment, so therefore, even though you didn't steal anything from the Kohen per se, because there's no value to it, but you still need a kapara, and therefore you still have to make a payment of kerem v'chomish. That is the opinion that our Mishnah is going. Now, take the second case of the Mishnah. The second case of the Mishnah would be, if you ate tirumah b'mezid, tirumah v'chametz, on Pesach b'mezid. Now, Clearly the Torah says, if you eat tiruma of a Kohen b'mezid on purpose, you make a monetary value-for-value value payment. You $100 worth, you take $100, even in money, and pay it to the Kohen. That's clear. Therefore, everybody agrees that tiruma b'mezid is all value. And therefore, since on Pesach, there is no value to Hametz, because it's a surbana'ah, so when you eat the tiruma b'mezid, you don't have to pay the Kohen anything. For that matter, if you eat tirumat teme'ah, now tirumat teme'ah, according to the Torah law, while the Kohen is not allowed to eat it, but he can't benefit from it. How? Through hasaka. He's able to use it as fuel under his, let's say, pot, to fuel the fire. So the Hadush of the Mishnah is as well. If a Yisrael, or non-Kohen, eats tirumat teme'ah, hametz, on Pesach, he does not have to reimburse the Kohen with Deme'itzim. Why? Because since it's a surbahana'a, so the Kohen can also not use this Terumah, for fuel. Therefore you're exempt in that case if you uh, benefited from it, or if you ate it, Bemezid as well. So there's a difference between the Shogeg case, where he must make a Kerem Vahomish compensation, and the Mezid case, where he is exempt. And the Gemara will explain the Shittot. Tananatam, the Gemara begins. We learned in the Mishnah. If a non-Kohen eats Terumah B'Shogeg unintentionally, So he has to make a principal payment plus 20%. Echad ha'okhel ve'echad ha'shoteh. The Echad Asach, whether he eats it 
for example, it's edible teruma, or he drinks it, for example, let's say it's wine of teruma, or if he anoints himself. For example, let's say the teruma is oil, and he benefits by smearing it across his body. That's also derived from Pesukim, that Sicha is similar to Shetiyah, and just like Shetiyah is Hayav, so to Sicha also is Hayav. Ehad Terumah Teme'ah, Ve'ehad Terumah Tehorah, Mishalem Chomesh. Whether it is Terumah Teme'ah or Tehorah, he must make a payment to the Kohanim of Kerem Ve'chomesh. Ve'chomshah Dechomshah. And a fifth of a fifth. Meaning, once he designates that Kerem Ve'chomesh, as we learned already, that becomes Terumah. The Torah deems that Kodesh. And therefore, if let's say now, he goes again Bishogeg and eats that fifth that he set aside, now he would have to pay a fifth of a fifth to the Kohanim. Which means the guy did a sin Bishogeg twice. First to the guy ate Bishogeg, so therefore he had a designated Kenan Bahomish. Right? Then he ate that Homish again, Bishogeg. Now he has to pay a Homish of a Homish. So the Gemara says, Ibaya lehu. The Gemara asks a question. The Gemara says, Ibaya lehu. So the Gemara has a question. Kishehu mishalem, when he's making this payment to the Kohen, lefi mida mishalem, or lefi dami mishalem. Does he make the payment according to the volume? That would be mida. He ate a pound's worth, he pays back a pound's worth, regardless of the fluctuation of price. Or does he pay monetary value? He ate $10 worth, he pays back $10 worth of perot. Now, the question is only in the case again where he ate the terumah b'shogeg. Because the Torah tells us he pays back in fruit. And therefore the question is, well, is it a volume measurement or is it monetary measurement? But if a person would eat terumah b'mezid, it's clear the Torah says you pay back money. money. <coughs> Therefore the Gemara does not have a sefik, <coughs> that you just have to pay back the value of what he ate. Comes the Gemara and says, it defines the question. If let's say it was worth four zoos, when he ate it, and then that volume went down in price to a zoo's lot of That's not the question. Don't ask. For sure, he's going to have to pay back the value of four zoo's. According to the value. He's not worse than a regular gazlan. That we learned. All thieves have to pay according to the value of the item at the time that they stole it. Which means if it was worth four, now they take the same volume. And it's worth one, of course that's not considered payment. You have to compensate at least according to what was stolen. And therefore it's obvious that if the teruma was worth four, and then it went down to one, there's no question. You have to compensate the coin for what you took. You took something that was valued at four. So what is the question then? We're talking about a case where the volume was worth a zoos when he ate, and then went up to, and appreciated to four. 
Does he have to pay according to the volume? Meaning, I don't care if it fluctuated and appreciated. Bottom line, you ate a certain volume, you have to pay back. The Amarle, because the Kohen could say, Giriva Achal, Giriva Mishalim. You ate a measure, you have to pay back the same measure. Doesn't matter if it went up in price. Or Dilma, the Fidami Mishalim. Or maybe you pay back value. Bezuza Achal, Bezuza Mishalim. He ate a zoo's worth, he has to pay back a zoo's. So that is the question. Amar of Yosef Tashema. So Rav Yosef wants to solve this from a statement. Akal Gerogerit. Person, let's say, ate Tiruma of dried figs. Gerogerit. Vishilem lo Timarim. And he paid back in dates. So the Gemara says, Tavo Harab Benacha. The guy should be blessed for doing such a thing. So the Gemara explains. If you say it goes according to the measure, that's why the Gemara says he should be blessed. Because he ate a bundle of figs that are only worth a zoos. And he paid back the same bundle's worth of dates, which are more expensive, which is worth four. So therefore he paid back more than he ate. So therefore the Gemara says, However, But if you're saying that it is a monetary payment, Why should he be blessed? He ate a zoo's worth of figs, and he pays back a zoo's worth of dates. So that's that's what he owes. So why would it be considered Tamala Barakat? So Gemara Rabbi Yosef wants to prove from here that it must be Nefi Midah. Amar no. Le'olam Nefi Damim Mishaneh. Really, I'll tell you, he pays the same amount. A zoo's worth of figs were eaten, he pays back a zoo's worth of dates. Oh, so the wise would say Tamala Barakat. Ve'amay Tamala Barakat. De'achal Mideh de'lo kafitz ale zvina. Be'kamishaneh Mideh de kafitz ale zvina. Because you ate something that there's not too many customers that buy. However, you return something that is more uh, marketable than customers. It seems dates are sold more than figs. And therefore, even though you gave them the same monetary value, but you gave them back something that has a more, uh, a, a more sale uh, value. Gemara continues. <coughs> Tenan, we learned in the Mishnah. Ha'ochel terumat hames ba'pesah b'shogeg m'shalem kerem b'chomesh. As we learned in our Mishnah, if a person eats, a non-Kohen on Pesach eats, terumat that was hametz b'shogeg, he has to make a kerem b'chomesh payment. I'yamar b'shlama l'fimidah m'shalem shapir. If you say that the payment goes according to the volume and not the monetary value, it's very good. Because Hamitz is really Asul Bana'a. So if it's a monetary issue, you didn't steal anything from the Qur'anim. Because there's no Hana'a for Hamitz on Pesach. And therefore you shouldn't have to make any payment. But if you tell me it's working with Midah, which means as we said, even if let's say the price appreciated, you should have to pay back the same amount of volume. So it's not monetary, it's Kapara. And therefore you'd have to pay it even on Pesach, it makes sense. 
But if you're going to tell me that it goes according to the value, is the Hametz have a value to it? Of course not. It's Asur. So Gemara says, In. Yes, it does. Ha mani Rabbi Yosei Gelilihi. Amishtah is following the opinion of Rabbi Yosei Gelilihi. The Amar Hametz Bapesach Mutar Banaah. Oh, let's review. If you say it's Mutar Banaah, so the Kohen can benefit from it. Therefore, you stole from the Kohen. So therefore, you have to pay back Kenan the homage. You can even say that it is a din in Damim in monetary value. So give us wait. If you say the Mishnah is Rabbi Yosei Gelilihi, Iache Emasefa. We're going to have a problem with the Sefa, the end of the Mishnah. If a person eats Terumah, he's Patur, if he eats it B'mezid. What do you mean? Why should be Patur? When you eat it B'mezid, you also stole it from the Kohen, because the Kohen could have had Hana, why should it be Patur? Yeah. Or if a person ate Terumah Temeah, why should it be Patur? The Kohen could use it as fuel. If you say it's Asur so we understand why you're Patur. Because it's the Surbana'a. You didn't steal anything from him. Therefore, if you ate a b'mezid, there's no... Everybody agrees it's monetary. There's no monetary value over here. If you're part of it, that says, Hametz mutar ba'ana, even b'mezid, you should have to pay back at least principal. So, Gabriel says... Why should it be patur from these two payments? Because the B'yosei holds like the B'nehonya b'nehonya said that Shabbat and Yom Kippur are equal when it comes to making payments. What's the case? Let's say on Shabbat, somebody goes and burns his friend's field down. Does he have to make a monetary payment or not? Halakha says he does not. Why? Because by burning his friend's field down, he made an Isur Shabbat that's punishable by Sikila. And the deen is that we give the person the more severe of the punishments. Everybody agrees to that. Mm-hmm. Rabbi Hunyab comes along and says Kippur is the same thing. Now even though if a person would burn somebody's field on Kippur, <coughs> there is no sikila, and there is no karet even. The punishment of making Yisur on Kippur is mitah bide shamayim. He holds that what? <laughs> that a mitah bide shamayim is also considered a punishment to exempt from a monetary payment. Right. You also say kim nimdirabamine. Based on this, if a person eats tirumah bimizid, what's the deen? Mm-hmm. So therefore the case of the Mishnah is like this. The reason why you don't have to make a payment in the Mishnah for tirumah hamed bimizid is because why? Kim nimdirabamine lefishitat that says exempt you from Tashlumin from monetary payment now let's read the Rashi without matter if a person's Hayaf Karet is also Patur from payment for that matter, also mitavid shamaim is also this is the difference between karet and mitavid shamaim. Kegon ochel teruma mezid. Now, what was the case of the Mishnah? Tematnitin behezid betruma velo behametz. Now, let's get the case. He was mezid, meaning he knew it was teruma, 
but he did not know it was Hametz. Upatun Mishum Mita. And therefore he's patu from the payment because of the mitah that he's going to get because of the terumah. Ubedinu de Rishmiyanam b'mezid de terumah be'alma delav hametz b'pesach. You could have gave me this hiddush even on regular terumah. Forget about it. You didn't have to give me the case of Pesach. A regular guy all year long eats terumah b'mezid. He's patu from paying the kohen because of kimne b'terumamine. Why did the Mishnah choose to give us a case of terumah on Pesach? So it says... Only because the first case was talking about Hametz Pesach, we did it Bishogeg, so to keep uh, conformity, the Mishnah gave a case of Hametz Pesach in the Sefa. In the first case, he was a Shogeg on Hametz, and he's a Shogeg on Tirumah. He was a Shogeg on everything, and still what? He has to pay. Because since it's not a monetary payment, it's a kapara payment, it's going to be hayab. The hametz bar damimu, excuse me, according to the Biyoseh Gilili, which we're talking about, it is a monetary payment. And since hametz is mutar b'anha'a, even if he was shogeg on the terumah, and a shogeg on the hametz, doesn't matter. Bottom line, you took something that the queen could have benefited from, because hametz is mutar b'anha'a. Therefore you're going to be hayab. That she tells us clearly that the first case of the Mishnah was a shogeg on both. A shogeg on Terumah and on Hametz. Why? Uh, let's say it was a shogeg on the Hametz and a Mezid on the Terumah. Then there wouldn't be Kerem Vehomish. Kerem Vehomish is only on shogeg. So therefore, for sure, you have to be a shogeg on the Terumah. My Homish Ika. Now, if you have to be a shogeg Right. And we just said a coin to this Mishnah is going to that when you get a karet, you patu from payment. So therefore the first case of Mishnah had to be what? Shogeg betruma and shogeg bechametz. Therefore you pay kerem bechomesh. The sefa ashmi'in and the sefa was what? The hezid betruma, where he was a mezid betruma, afilu shagag bechametz. Even if he's a shogeg from hametz, which is no karet, He's only getting a mitah bide shamayim. The hadush is that even a mitah bide shamayim is subject to the law of kibne bide rabamine. And if he's going to be patur from, that's what I mean. Patur the mitah bide shamayim kikaret. It is like karet. The ihezid bechametz. Because if you're going to tell me that he was mezid on the chametz, be'ad the patale meshum karet to the patale lishmina kula manitim bechametz cholin. Which is, what do you have to even give me the case of Tirumah? And if your point was to teach me the karet is potiri from a payment, just give me a regular case of chametz that he stole from his friend by eating it. The fact that it said Tirumah must be The fact that it said Tirumah is to teach me that even the Tabi de Shamaim can exempt from Tashlumi. Comes the Gemaran continues. This indeed is a Mahloket Tanaim. What is a Mahloket Tanaim? How do you look at the payment of somebody that ate Tirumah B'Shogeg? Is it Midah according to volume or is it according to the Damim? Ha'okhel Tirumah Tchametz Pesach Patur Mena Tashlumim Ubin Deme'etzim Devre Rabbi Akiva So Rabbi Akiva says if you ate Tirumah Tchametz on Pesach 
whether you ate it b'shogeg or whether you ate it b'mezid, you are indeed patur from making a payment and from the me'etzim. According to the Akiva, the logic would be, since hametz is a surbahana'a, and it's a monetary payment, therefore the coin has no value of it that was stolen from it, therefore you're patur from everything. Whereas the Yohanan bin Nuri mehayev. Uh, so what's the Yohanan bin Nuri's logic? He'll say what? That it's also a surbahana'a, but what? Since yeah. it's a midah payment, therefore it's nothing to do with value, and therefore you have to pay back the kerem v'chomish. Beautiful. So we see that this is actually mahlokah amongst the tanaim. But the Braita goes on. Amar lo Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Yohanan ben Nuri. So Rabbi Akiva, that said what? That your patur, he told Rabbi Yohanan, v'chi ma hana'ah yeshloba. He told, what are you talking about? What hana'ah did you take from the... Kohen, it's a surba ana'ah. Why you tell me you have to pay? There's no ana'ah over here. Amal Rabbi Yohanan bin Nuri b'Akiva. Uma ana'ah yesh lochel terumat temeah b'shar kol yimot hashana shemeshalem. Sold it. All year long, if a guy would eat terumat temeah, he has to compensate the Kohen, even though he didn't take any ana'ah from him. Rabbi Yakiva, so what are you talking? Amar lo, la, not so. Imamar b'trumat temeah b'shar yimot hashana shafapish she'en lo ba'eter achila. You're right. When you eat terumat temeah, you might not have taken something from the kohen that he was able to eat. However, yesh lo ba heter hasaka. But you did take away his ability to use it as fuel. However, tomar bezesh she'en lo ba lo heter achila belo heter hasaka. Here, you took something from the Kohen Rabbi Akiva saying that he had no benefit. Not eating benefit and not fuel benefit. Ha So Rabbi Akiva goes on to say, what is it analogous to? Let's say you had truma from berries and uh, grapes. That became tameh. And a guy ate them. You didn't take from the Kohen eating rights, because there's no eating rights, and not burning rights. Why? Because you can't use these items as fuel because they're moist. So they're not as fuel, uh, they're not uh, combustible at all. So therefore, Rabbi Akiva is saying, this would be similar to that case. Hametz. And therefore, he cannot eat it, he cannot burn it. Therefore, Rabbi Akiva says, Patur. Rabbi Hanab bin Nuri is saying, Hayab must be, he looks at it, what? It's not a monetary payment. You look at it as a midah, and therefore it's a midah payment, you have to pay regardless. Now the Gibraltar says a point here. What's this case? How do you have a case that you have terumat hametz on Pesach? It's talking about when you had wheat, you were mafrish terumah on Pesach, so the terumah was viable, then it became hametz, only after it became Terumah. Aval mafrish terumat hametz, devra kol ena kedusha. But everybody agrees if it was hametz already, and you separated terumah from hametz on Pesach, it's not terumah. It's not viable, it's invalid. Which is the case that we're discussing. I'm just giving you a, a sidebar over here. That which we're discussing this whole time, we have terumat hametz on Pesach, has to be took where you separated the terumah before it was hametz. Then it was just regular wheat. You separated the Turumah, it's Kodesh now. After that it became Hametz. But if you separated the Turumah at what a time was Isudana'ah, then the Turumah is not Hal at all. So clearly we see a Mahlokit amongst the Tanaim uh, between Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yohanan ben Nuri. Gemara goes on to say, 
Tanya Idach, we have a, another Baraita that talks about a Zar that's eating Kodesh of Terumah. Pasuk says, Venatan la Kohen eta Kodesh. The beginning of this Pasuk says, Veish ki yochal Kodesh, Bishkaga. If a person eats Terumah, Bishkaga, Veyasaf hamishito alav, he has to add a fifth to the principle, Venatan la Kohen eta Kodesh. And he has to give the coin Kodesh, meaning he has to pay back in something that is possible to be Terumah. Meaning, as we said, it's not money. You have to pay back Perot. Right? That's what the Gemara says. Davar harauy liyot Kodesh. Something that is Raui to become Kodesh of Terumah. Prat, what is it coming to exclude? Let's say a guy eats on Pesach. He's going to be exempt from paying the uh, principal. He's also going to be exempt from paying the Kohen, the Hana'ah that he would get from using it as fuel. Why? Because since it's Asur Hana'ah, so therefore, the Kohen did not get anything taken away from him. Mm-hmm. Now, who's this opinion? This is the opinion of Devre Rabbi the Ezer Ben Yaakov. Now, the logic that they're giving over here is based on what we just said. Since you pay back according to what you stole, in this case he stole, eating Bishogeg, Hametz. Can I pay the Kohen back? Hametz on Pesach. Because we just learned there's no way you can get Tirumah of Hametz on Pesach. Mm-hmm. So the first opinion is saying the reason why you don't have to pay back to the Kohen is because you cannot pay back the item that you ate. You stole from him what? Tirumah Hametz. We just learned that what? You can't make Tirumah Hametz. We can take a loaf of bread and make Tirumah on it. You can't do that. So therefore you patur the gamre. That's the opinion of Rabbi Ezra ben Yaakov. Rabbi Lazar Hisma Mechayev. He argues on this derasha. He holds, doesn't matter, you don't have to pay back uh, the item that you ate, you could pay back uh, any item. And therefore, give back anything that's similar to what he ate. You ate hamets of wheat, pay back regular wheat. And therefore, yeah, give back matzah, exactly. And therefore he holds, pay back. So therefore this Bamid of Amurim that we just said is actually subject to a mahlukah amongst the Tanaim as well. Amar Lord Rabbi Eliezer bin Yaakov, Rabbi Eliezer Hasma. So the Ayaz of Yaakov tells, with Hazma, which means now he goes back to the same dialogue. You're telling me that you have to pay back what Hana'ah did the Kohen lose? Since Hamid Zasul Hana'ah, what are you paying back? There's no Hana'ah for the Kohen. You didn't take anything away from him. Mm-hmm. So the Gemara continues, the Gemara says like this. What do you mean? Why is it different than a guy all year round that would eat terumat mm-hmm. that he has to pay, even though he did not take anything away from the kohen? Amar lo lo, sir. The reason why you have to pay all year round when you eat Tirumat Tema because you took away the Hana'ah of Hasaka. Tomar Bezush, Enobah, Lo Eter, Achila, Velo Eter, Hasaka. What are you talking about over here? 
There's no one abichlal, not achira and not hasaka. So therefore, Rabbi Rabbi Eliyaz bin Yaakov wants to understand what's the logic of Rabbi Eliyaz al Hasma. How can he say hayab? There's no hana. So he was Amar lo apizu yeshto ba'etera saka. He says, no, even in this case, the Kohen would be able to use it. How? He could take this to the man, give it to his dog, throw it to his dog, or put it under his tafshil, meaning that Mizar Hasma must hold like Rabbi Yoseh Hagilili. And therefore, since Hametz is Mutar, he's saying what? Pay it back to the Kohen. Why pay it back to the Kohen? Because you stole something that he can benefit. What can he benefit? Giving it to the dog. Agreed, he cannot eat it on Pesach. But Hannah has mutar. So it comes out in this mahluk between the Bilayahs of Yaakov and Hasma, the mahluk it actually is, can you have Hannah from Hametz on Pesach? Now we go to the Hamud Bet. Amar Abayyeh. Rabbi Li'ezer bin Yaakov, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Yohanan bin Nuri, these three rabbis, Kullihu Sfira Lihu, all three hold Hametz pa Pesach. They all hold, you cannot have an'a on Pesach from the Hametz. Oh, if that's the case, so we have to go back to the Mahlukah that we had between the B, Akivan, Yuhanan, Ben Nuri. What was the Mahlukah we had? When a person eats Turumah of Hametz on Pesach, Bishogeg. Rabbi Akiva said what? You don't pay back, you're Patur. Rabbi Yuhanan, Ben Nuri said what? You pay back Kenneva Homish. But everybody agrees Hametz is Asur Bana'a. So what's the Mahlukit? I understand Rabbi Akiva. You don't have to pay back. Why? Because uh, it's a Sudanah, you didn't take anything. But Rabbi Akiva Manuni said, that what? That in the Kanami, it's a Sudanah, but you have to pay back. Can't have a homage. What's the Mahlukit? Here it is. Ubehapelige. To Rabbi Akiva, Sabalifi Dami Mishalim. He says that the payment is monetary. Value and therefore, since there's no value because it's Hamid Zasurbana'a, you don't pay it all. The Rabbi Hanan Minuri Sabar, the Fimidam Shalim, the Rabbi Hanan Minuri also what? You're paying back volume. Therefore, it's not a monetary payment, it's a kapara payment. Therefore, you have to pay back regardless. So, we proved that what? It is indeed a mahlokit tanaim. So, the Kabbalah says, Pshita. It's obvious. It's clear if Rabbi Hanan bin Nuri says that you have to pay Kerem Vahomish, he must hold that what? It's a Midah payment. It's obvious. Kerem says, no. Ma'u de tema, I would have thought, Rabbi Hanan bin Nuri namek, Rabbi Akiva sfira le, ta'ma le fi dami mishalem. I would have thought, could be, you really this dami, like Rabbi Akiva. Ve'atam, ha'inu ta'ma de kama hayeb mishum, tesavala ke Rabbi Yosei gilili. Damar hametz of pesa mutar ba'ana'a. Kamash ma'alan. I would have thought that maybe the logic of Rabbi Yohanan bin Nuri, why he says you have to pay, is because really he holds, it is Damim. And the reason why you have to pay is why? Because he holds like Rabbi Yosei Gili that says, Hamid is Mutar, Bana'ah. That's why the Gibran to come along and say, no. Really he holds, Rabbi Yohanan bin Nuri, Hamid is Asud Bana'ah. And the reason why he has to pay is because Hamid goes, Tarumai goes according to the Midah. So that was the Hadith of the Gemara. So comes the Gemara and says, Wait, maybe that is true. Maybe Rabbi Anuri does indeed hold like Rabbi Yosegiri that Hametz is mutar bana'a, and therefore that's why he says you pay back Kenan Bahomish. The Gibraltar no, can't be. In Ken, Nehdar le Rabbi Yohanan ben Nuri le Rabbi Akiva, ki hechi de Mehdel Rabbi Lazar Hasmal Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov. 
if that's the case, Rabbi Yohanan bin Nuri should have answered Rabbi Akiva like Rabbi Azar Hasma answered Rabbi Azar bin Yaakov. What was Rabbi Azar Hasma's answer to Rabbi Azar bin Yaakov? He said, no. The reason why you have to pay Kenan Muhammad is because you stole something from the Kohen. He could have given it to his dog and he could have put it under his tabshil. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Hanam bin Nuri, if he held his mutar bana, he should have answered back and said, yeah, that's why you have to pay back. Because what? Because he stood But he did not answer that back. And therefore must be what? He holds really it is Asur Bahana'a. Oh, so why does he have to pay? Kenan Bahamish? Because he must hold that the payment is Mida, volume, and not according to Damim. Comes to Kabbalah and continues. Tanurabanam. Ha'okhel Kezayit Tirumah. A person eats a Kezayit of Tirumah, Mishalem Kenan Bahamish. Now we're discussing how much terumah do you have to eat to be hayav kerem v'chomish. Again, it's only talking about when you're eating it. Not only on Pesach, at any time. Tanakamah says you have to eat at least a kezayit's worth. Abba Shaul Omer, ad shiyebo shave peruta. It's not. It's not a kezayit. It goes according to the value. You have to eat a peruta's worth of terumah. My tamah the Tanakamah, what's the logic of Tanakamah? Amar kerabi ish ki yochal Kodesh Bishkaga. So you eat the Kodesh. The Akhila, because And Stam Akhila is how much? A Kazayat. The Abbas Shaul might Tahama. What's the reason of Abbas Shaul that says it is a Shave Peruta? Amar Kira Venatan. The Pasuk says Venatan like when you make the payment, it has to be a Nitina. The end Nitina Pahomish Peruta. And the minimum giving is the worth of a Peruta. So therefore, one rabbi learns from the word Yochal, Akhila Bikazayat. One rabbi learns from the word Venatan. The giving is a shave peruta. The idach name haketiv yochal. What is Abba Shaul do with the pasuk yochal? Right, that teaches us kezayit. How prat the mazikudata? It's coming to tell me that when do you have to pay keren vechomish? Only in a case where you benefited the teruma either by eating, drinking, or sicha, which is similar to drinking. That's anointing yourself. But let's say somebody took teruma b'shogeg. And threw it into the ocean. Does he have to pay Kenan Vahomish? No. That is not considered Hanav Achila. You would just have to pay Kenan. How do we know that? Because the Pazuk says Yochal. Only when you eat it. But if you mazik Tirumah, you wouldn't have to pay. So that's what Abbas Shaul does with the word Yochal. Now we go the other way. Tanakama, what do you do with the word Vinatan, which teaches us Shaveh Peruta? He learns that no, because this is Venatan What's the lashon? Venatan la kohen etakodesh. From there, he learns that the payment is not money; it has to be a giving of something that is kodesh, meaning similar to something that can be kiruma, not money. And therefore, Venatan has to be written in the pasuk, because otherwise the pasuk doesn't make sense. If you just say the word kodesh. You have to put the word Vinatan, Vinatan, it hakodesh. So therefore, he learns that it has to be something similar to Tiruma. Tarabanan, never brighter. Haochel Tiruma, tachot mekezayit. A person ate Tiruma less than the shoot of a kezayit. Mishalemet akeren, veeno mishalemet achomish. So he pays principal, but he does not have to pay the chomish. So this sounds like it's going like the opinion that says what. That it has to be like Tanakama, it has to be the shiur of a Kezayit. So if you eat less than a Kezayit, you don't pay Kenim Vechomish. What's the case? If it's talking about a case where it's not even worth, let's say, a Shaveh Peruta's worth, 
right? Keren Namelo Lishalim. Then you shouldn't even have to pay Keren. Because we have a rule. If a person steals something less than the Shavim Piruta, he does not even have to pay back principal. And if, if let's say, it does have the value of a shim, So then, he should have to pay, Keren, Bahomish as well. So you want to know the case. What's the situation where a person is less than a Kezayit of Terumah, that he only has to pay Keren? So the Gemara says, Really, I'll tell you, this case was talking about what? It's worth a peruta. Since there is no kezayit, so we're giving a strange case. You have less than a kezayit, that's worth a peruta. That she says, uh, It's like a year of famine, where the prices are high. So even less than a kezayit is going to be worth a shaveh peruta. So that the Gemara is saying, bottom line, there was shaveh peruta. And therefore, according to at least uh, Abba Sha'ul, if you have a shaveh peruta's worth, that already is the deciding factor. And therefore, you'd have to pay. Um, actually, the statement is, I'm sorry, the statement is, according to Tanakama, that even though it has a shaveh peruta, since it does not have a Kezayit, and the minimum to be Hayaf Kirin Bechomish is a Kezayit, therefore the deen is you'll only pay Kirin and not Homish. So this would be basically going like Tanakama. Comes the Gemara and says, Amaru Arabana commented a papa. So the rabbi said this statement over in front of the papa, and they said, This is obviously not going like Abba Shaul. Very clear. Because he was the opinion that said, so long as it's worth a Shaveh Piruta, even though there's less than a Kezayit, doesn't matter, you have to pay Kenan Bahomish. And if now we're interpreting this case to be less than a Kezayit, and you only pay Kenan, that must be against Abba Shaul. So when Papa heard this, he said, no. Amalu Papa, Afidu Tem Abba Shaul. You could even say that this statement is going like Abba Shaul. How? Abba Shaul tarte ba'e. New interpretation of Abba Shaul. He holds you need both things. You need Shaveh Piruta and the Kezayit. And therefore, since in this case you only have Shaveh Piruta and not Kezayit, even Abba Shaul will say, you're patur from Homish. You only have to pay Kenan. So the Gemara says, it's a new interpretation. Umi ba'e Abba Shaul tarte does Abbas Shaul indeed hold you need two things? Mm-hmm. Meaning, to be Hayav, Kirin Bachomish by Tirumah? Do you need Kezayit plus a Shaveh Peruta? We have a Mishnah. Abbas Shaul Omer. We change it to a Tanya. Tanya, Abbas Shaul Omer. Et Shiesh Bo Shaveh Peruta Hayav Betashlumin. What are we talking about over here? We're talking about over here, Tirumah, that a person ate Bishogeg. If you ate a Piruta's worth, meaning you'll have to pay Keren Vachomish. So the Gemara says, 
So therefore you see clearly that what? Abba Shaul's main condition is what? Shavet Peruta or not Shavet Peruta? So comes the Gemara and says, Amru lo. So they tell him, meaning the Papa, lo Amru Shavet Peruta ela le'anyan me'ila bilvad. Which means this thing that you're quoting me, this was not said by Tiruma. This was said uh, by Me'ila. Which means they told. We go again. I read the Brayta again. I'm starting from the Tanya. Tanya. Abba Shaul Omer. Etch yesh poshave peruta hayab betashlumin. Etch em poshave peruta eno hayab betashlumin. Amru lo, they told Abba Shaul. Lo amru shave peruta ela le'anyan me'ila bilvad. Said no. This thing of Shaveh Peruta was only said in the deen of Me'ila. What is Me'ila? If a person takes something from Kodesh and uses it and benefits. So Le'nyan Me'ila, the shi'ur to be hayav korban. You have to be a korban asham if you're mu'il. The shi'ur to be hayav korban is what? Only if you benefited a Peruta's worth. But if less than a Peruta's worth, you're not hayav. But she says, Le'nyan Me'ila, P'nehene Me'ekdesh Gavoa. Don't say the word Achila by Me'ila. Aval le Truma, Afilu Yeshbo Shave Peruta, En Hayav Homesh, Ad Shiebo Kezayit. The rabbis came along and said, No, you need a Kezayit to be Hayav on Truma. Now she finishes the point. Mechlal, Labashul Afagab de Leka Kezayit. Because obviously Abba Shaul was saying what? All you need is a Shaveh Peruta. Tim ita de tarte ba'e. Because if you get it, Rabbi Shaul says you need both. Ubi yeshbo kezayit kai Abba Shaul. And Abba Shaul is talking about where you had a kezayit, just not a Shaveh Peruta. The ka'amad afagabdit be kezayit bin Peruta. Hachi avalu lehemar. Kevan chi yeshbo kezayit hayav. The Rabbi's response is not a correct response. Because if Abba Shaul was talking about where you had a Kezayit. And the reason why he said Jepatur is because he didn't have a Shaveh Peruta. What did the rabbis respond to him? The rabbis came back and told him, Amru, lo Amru Shaveh Peruta elanyan me'ila bilvad. Aval, litruma, meaning in the Gemara, eno hayav adchi yehebo kezayit. What do you mean? If he was told that we had a kezayit, so what do they say, adchi yehebo kezayit? Must be Abbasho was talking about well, you didn't have a kezayit. Mm. And therefore, what is he saying? That the whole issue was what? Pir- no. He said piruta or not piruta. Meaning you don't have a kezayit. And what's the factor? Do you have a piruta or not? So you see clearly that what? Abbas Shaul only holds you need one out of the two. Again, the fact that the rabbis responded to Abbas Shaul. And they said, no. The deed of piruta was only said by Mi'ilah. But when it comes to Tirumah, you're not Hayav until you have a Kezayit. Now, obviously, if they're saying that, that must be the case you're talking about, okay. where there was no Kezayit in this case. Mm-hmm. That means Abba Shul was saying what? Where you're not Hayav until you have a Piruta, <coughs> even though there's no Kezayit. And to that, the rabbis were coming along and saying, no, you are Shia Kezayit. So therefore, you see, according to Abba Shul, you only need one out of the 
two. So the Gemara is questioning this answer of the Papa that said that you need Tate. You see clearly that according to me, don't need. Now, the Im Ita, if you tell me that Abba Shaul holds you need both, Kevan Shiyeshpo Kezayit Mevaile. It shouldn't have said, the rabbi's response shouldn't have been, Ad Shiyehebo Kezayit. It should have said, Kevan Shiyeshpo Kezayit, which means, since if he was talking about where he had a Kezayit, Hakarim should have said, once you have a kezayit, that's enough. You don't need peruta. But when they said achiyebo kezayit, must be that he was talking about where you don't have a kezayit, and his whole condition was what peruta. So therefore, it's a question. Teyufta. It is a refutation, meaning you knocked out a papa. And the Gemara says the afra papa hadarbe. You know what? The papa also retracted. We're going to prove now that a papa himself holds, even according to Abba Shaul, all you need is Shaveh Peruta to be Hayav in Kerem Bahamish, even if you do not have Kezayit. How do you know? So the Gemara brings a long bright here. The Tanya, we have a bright. This is talking about somebody that did Me'ilah. They used something of Hegdesh. I have to bring a korban only when you do it bishogeg. So the pasuk says bechateah bishkaga. Prat lemezid. So the gemara comes along and says to exclude that you're not going to be hayav a korban meila if he used the hekdesh bemezid. Good. Bishkaga prat lemezid. Vahalodinu. So the gemara says, what are you talking about? We can make a kavahomer. Umash ar mitzvot shehayav bahem karet. Let's take some other mitzvot that is a karet punishment. For example, if a person eats chilev, he's hayav, karet. Pater bahen et If a person, let's say, eats chilev b'mezid, does he bring a korban? No. So even, let's say, chilev, that's subject to karet, and still what? If he does it b'mezid, he does not bring a korban, the punishment of Me'ila is which at this point the Gemara is assuming is less than Karet. Although most of us is going to be Patuvim Korban, which is in the stringent cases where you have Karet, you don't bring a Korban. In the case of a mitabi de shaman like Ma'ila, although mostly you're not going to be hayav a korban on the mezid. We don't need a pasuk to, to, to exclude it. It's a kavahomer. So the Gemara says, Lo, it's not so. Imamart bishar mitzvot sheken lo hayav bahem mitah. I'll say, wait, the other mitzvot is no mitabi de shamayim. Tomar be Ma'ila shayav bo mitah. I would say that what? That maybe the other mitzvot that doesn't have the stringency of mitabi de shamayim, therefore what? Bimbizi, you don't bring a korban. But I would say that me'ilah that has the stringency of mitabi de shamayim, maybe what? You should bring a korban be mezid tamud lomar bishkaga prate mezid. So the Gemara says, hold it. Make up your mind, which is worse? In the Havamina, it's mashma, karet is more strict than mitabi de shamayim. Then the Gemara flips around the other way and says, Bidat de Shamaim is more strict than Karet. So the Gemara says, V'amal Rav Nahum Bar Yitzhak Rav Hiyah Bar Avin, Hai Tana, Me'ikara Alima Le Karet. Originally he thought that Karet is stronger, 
Therefore, he said, I can make a kalva homer. Ubesof ali male mita. And then what? Then he yells at what? Mita bi shamaim is muhamur. Doesn't make sense. Which means originally the Braita start of how? You don't need a pasuk to teach me that the mezid, you're going to be hayav a korban. Why? Because of a case of karet, which is hamur. And still the mezid, you don't bring a korban. So mitabi de shaman, which is less, all the more so. Then the Gemara says, no. If by mitabi de shamayim, I'll tell you what, that mitabi de shamayim is muhamur. So maybe by karet you don't. But maybe by mitabi de shamayim, yes. So the guy says, what are you talking about? Make up your mind. In the beginning he's holding karet as muhamur. Then he's holding, uh, the, the, the shaklavetariya doesn't make any, make any sense. So the Gemara says, this is what he means to say. This is what he meant to say. When it comes to these other items of Karim, for example, Halev, you don't get the Mita unless you ate a Kezayit. So therefore, you have a leniency over there. You only have to eat a certain Shi'ur. That's why maybe Bemezid you do not bring a Korban. Maybe I'll tell you that Me'ilah is muhamur Because Me'ilah you hayat even That's in a kezai Therefore I might think what? Even hayat to bring a korban Be'mezid That's why the pasuk has to come along and say Be'hatea'ah bishkaga'ah To tell me even so You do not have to bring a korban So he explained it He explained the second part of the b'raita That what? That you would have thought That maybe only by sh'ar devarim that what? That you only hayab if you eat a kezai, that's a leniency. You have to eat a lot to be hayab. That's why mezid is not considered punishable by a korban. Masha'inkin over here by mi'ilah. Where you could be hayab even less than a kezai. Maybe mezid, you bring a korban. Kabash ma'lan, bahatab ishkaga. Ve'amar So, he tells him, who was having the conversation over here? This was Rav Nachman Bar Yitzhak, Rav Hayab Bar Abin. So he tells him, Tanuah Dachtecha, Shenachta Eddachti. He says, And God should give you uh, peace of mind, because you gave me peace of mind. Would you explain me the brighter? Now I understand what was being said over there. So he tells him, I just want to get the Lashon. Yeah, He's the one that answered Rav Nachman. So he comes along and is going to tell him, What are you talking about? Why did I settle your mind? What I told you doesn't make sense. He gave him the answer. So the other rabbi gave him a beracha. Oh, God, give you peace of mind because you're, because you're resting my dad. So he comes along and says, my nihuta. What, what kind of peace of mind did I give you? On what I said, Rava and Rav Sheshat took an axe and they destroyed what I said. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Why? Man shamat le de'amar. Hezid b'me'ila b'mita. Who's the opinion that says that if a person is mu'il, if he makes mi'ilah b'mezid, he's hayav mitah, meaning 
Shamayim, and there's no Korban, whose opinion is that? Rabihi. Now, the Tanya, Hezid B'me'ilah, if a person was Mezid B'me'ilah, Rabbi Omer B'mita, Rabbi says you get Mita B'deshamayim, V'achamim Omrim, and Achamim say, Be'azhara. They say you just get a Lo Ta'aseh. My Ta'amad Rabbi, what's the logic of Rabbi? Amar Rabbi Abu, Gemar Het Het Mitruma. He has a Gizra Shaba, it says the word Het by Teruma, and it says the word Het by Me'ila. Ma Teruma B'mita, just like if a person would eat Teruma B'mezid, he gets so to Meila also you get And similarly, Just like Tiruma that says the word Akhila, you only Hayav until you eat a Kezayit. So therefore he comes along and says, My, my Kadahomir was what? And what? When it comes to mi'ilah, that you have even less than a kizayit. So I would have thought that, what, maybe hayav a kurma? So he comes along and says, what are, you, what are you getting happy about what I said? The rabbis destroyed what I said. Because the author is Rabbi, and Rabbi holds that you only hayav mi'ilah on a kizayit, just like tiruma. Because he makes it a kishhet hit. Just like Tirumah's Hayab B'mezid B'deshamayim, Me'ilah also is Hayab B'deshamayim B'mezid. And similarly, just like Tirumah's only Hayab until you eat a Kezai, so too, Me'ilah is not Hayab until you Mu'il. This is what I said, doesn't make any sense. Now, Umad Kiflin, here's the point. Umad Kifla Rappapa. papa came along and said a question on this. Mimai, Mimai derbi kerabanan svirale. Who told you that Rabbi holds like the rabbis? Now let's review. What was the rabbi's opinion by Tiruma? The rabbi's opinion by Tiruma was you're not hayav until you eat a kezayit. Right? So you're assuming that Rabbi held like the rabbis. And therefore you said, similarly, just like Mi'ilah, just like Tiruma is a Kezayit, Mi'ilah is also a Kezayit. Hold it. Your assumption is that he holds Tiruma as a Kezayit. Who told you that Tiruma is a Kezayit? Dilma Maybe the rabbi, maybe Rabbi holds like Abashaul, that what? Damar Piruta, Afal Gav, Which means maybe he holds like that says what? The issue of Tiruma is only a Shaveh Peruta, because it's not an issue. And therefore what? If you say it's Shaveh Peruta, therefore in the Khanameh, you cannot learn Kezayit of Mi'ilah, and therefore the Kadahomer that was said is still good. Then what are you throwing an accent to this over here? Really I could tell you what? The only connection between Tiruma and Mi'ilah was the Mitah. Just like Tiruma b'mezid is hayav mitav b'deshamayim. So to mi'ilah b'mezid is hayav mitav b'deshamayim. But you can't say similarly, because really tiruma is really what hayav less than a. Sorry, yeah, that according to Abbas Shaul, he'll say that what the nichanami tiruma less than a kizayit is. Uh, it's, not, it's not the issue. It's hayav, which means it's it's hayav, and therefore what? 
so too by Me'ilah, that less than a Kezayit, will be high, and therefore the Kavachomer is good. But what do you see? Who's saying all this over here? That Papa. And clearly he's saying that what's Abba Shaul's opinion? That all you need is Shavet Peruta. Meaning that by Teruma, the whole issue is Peruta. If there's a Peruta or not. But not the issue of Kezayit. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? Be'ara Papa hu damadika da'aba sha'u tarteba'ya. Abba Shaul is the one that said, I'm sorry, the Papa is the one that said, Abba Shaul says you need two. Shma'ela, Shma'amina, Hadarbe. And it must be, you see, that he retracted. So let's review again quickly this outside. Basically, what happened was, that Papa originally wanted to say that what? You need both. Kota Abba Shaul, you need a Kezayit plus a Javet Peruta. Then the Gemara refuted that from a statement of Abba Shaul. And the Gemara said, you know what? Even if Papa himself retracted. And where do we see the retraction? From this Braita over here. Because at the end, the point of the Braita was, they were trying to show, how do you know Mi'ilah? Or why do you need a Pasuk to teach me Mi'ilah bin Mezid is Patu from a Qurban. You could learn from a Kadahomer. And what was the Kadahomer in the conclusion of the Gemara? The conclusion was, and what by other types of sins? That what... Bad, you have carried on, but what? It's only in a case where, again, in the case of Shogeg, as we give it to the Gemara, the Gemara is saying like this. That's the point. Which means by other Isurim, for example, Khalif, you're not Hayav if it's less than a Kizayit, therefore it's a, it's a Kula. And still what? And still what? Bimezid. You are patuf mekorban by me'ilah that you hayav mita on pahot mekezayit. So therefore I would have thought that you're going to be hayav as well a korban bimezid. Comes the Gibran says no. We have a pasuk. So the gezerat the katuf is needed because I would have had a kavachonet. That what? That if in cases I would say only where you where it's less than a kezayit you patur. That's why you patur bimezid. But in the case of Mi'ilah, where you hayav on less than a kezayit, could be you hayav a korban. Good, that was the Gemara. So the rabbi said, oh, thank you for appeasing me. So they came back and said, well, how do I appease you? This kavachomer doesn't make sense. The rabbis shot it down. How they shoot it down? Because they say that what Mi'ilah also is, is similar to Tirumah. And just like Tirumah is only hayav, Kizayit, so to Mi'ilah is only Hayab, Kizayit, so I'm wrong. La Papa came along and said, Who told you that Tirumah is only Hayab, Kizayit? Maybe Rabbi holds like Abba Shaul that what? That the issue is Shabbat Piruta, even if it's less than a Kizayit. Oh, but what do you see, but? That the way that Papa learned Abba Shaul was what? Even less than a Kizayit, you're going to eat, but all you need is one factor, Shabbat Piruta. Shabbat Piruta.